Hello, friends. Grab a chair, grab your wine. You are listening to the Close Friends podcast. This is where we hit record on our IRL conversations as friends, trying to be adults, but also just trying to have a fucking good time. Today, I am joined by my host, Sarah. Hello. And Lucy is not currently with us today. I don't even know where she is, actually, but she just kind of said that she had something really important on. So... You know what, Lucy? I hope you are having the time of your life. She's fucking. We're also going to have the time. Oh, she is, isn't she? I fucking 100%, knew it, man. She's fucking. Yeah. Bless her. <laughs> hope it's going well, mate. Hope you're listening to our group sex playlist that we put together um, in Ibiza that time that I was looking for the other day and I actually couldn't find. So not that I, not that I had a reason to look for it. <laughs> it's called Sexy Falls. Do you not remember that? I was looking for sexy paws. You're right. <laughs> Shit. Um, anyway, before I introduce our wonderful guest this week, Sarah's got our close friend of the week. Yeah, I've already set the tone with the filth. Apologies, everyone. But um, our close friend of the week, carrying on with that theme, uh, this comes from someone called Lily on Instagram, who uh, actually replied to one of our stories saying, yes, exclamation mark, exclamation mark. So glad y'all are back. Also, potentially too much information, but you've influenced your girl to buy her first ever vibrator and it has changed my fucking life. So that's the tone of today. <laughs> um, thank you. We love you. We appreciate you. And also Lily actually left us a really lovely review before that as well. Uh, we just didn't see that one. So thanks for that review as well. <laughs> Bless her. Today, I'm really very excited about this. This has been a long time coming and um, this is a... Okay, I'm just going to go for it. Welcome, Jessica. (laughs) Jessica is a competitive strong woman and also runs one of my favorite accounts on social media ever, ever, ever. So I'm going to hand it over to you to tell us a little bit more about your story and um, yeah, take it away. Hello, thank you for having me on the show. I appreciate it. Um, Yeah, I've been um, competing as a competitive strength athlete for almost seven years. Um, My brief background is that I um, didn't really have any background in sports um, before I found Strong Woman, actually. So I started competing in Strong Woman and basically fell in love with it and fell in love with um, strength and strength sports. I had never been introduced as a woman's strength sports in my entire life. Um, So it was all kind of brand new to me. So um, I had some success um, in Strong Woman. But with that, of course, came all of the Internet garbage um, that everyone is familiar with that comes along, especially as a woman competing in strength sports. Um, So a little um, under three years ago or so, I started an Instagram account called You Look Like a Man. Um, And the intent of the accounts, at least when I started it, uh, was to be sort of a fun, kind of lighthearted way to kind of poke fun at like all the horrible comments that women traditionally get. Uh, the account has kind of taken on a life of its own and gone in a whole bunch of different directions since then. Um, but the idea of it behind there was to kind of give women an outlet to kind of talk about all of the unnecessary um, hates and bullying and just weird comments about their and their sports and all of this type of stuff. Um, So that was kind of the idea of it um, about three or or so years ago, um, just under, um, and it kind of has has just snowballed into something that I think um, a lot of people have found very meaningful to them. It's like my one of my favorite accounts on the entire internet, honestly. Everyone needs to follow you like we have fun on there it's a little intense for some people it's a little it's a funny thing because it's almost a negative account um and i think for a lot of people it's hard you know to get on the internet and see negativity a lot so i came over the years to kind of reduce the amount of posting i was making at least on the main page because it's just a lot to have to look at so instagram actually came up with a mute button which is actually good that you can <laughs> you don't have to have it in your face all the time yeah the support for the page there are some people that love it and literally just cannot get enough of it but for everyone else it's like i need this in kind of doses at this point but yeah absolutely i think one of my favorite things about the account is that it really highlights just how much shit women get because yeah. i yeah. think people if if you tell someone oh yeah i get i get shit they'll think oh yeah you know every now and then whatever but really what's amazing is that you just you pile it all on and it really does show and they're all different comments and they're all the same sort of thing but it's not really the same and it's just i mean 
Oh. Yeah, I think people, when you talk about bullying or anti-bullying or being bullied, it's one thing to use these very safe kind of generic words like bullying. What does that mean exactly? I don't know of any other accounts that are really doing this right now, which is basically just showing you what it looks like and how much, like you said, how much mm-hmm. of it there is. And I think that part, not only reading these words, but seeing it, seeing it, you know, connected like that has been really um, shocking for a lot of people when they look at it and they're like, it's just relentless. It's over and over and over again. It just really is. So I don't know of any other accounts that are really focused on kind of outing this type of stuff that women, of course, know has just been their existence forever. So I think that part of it um, has really has really shocked a whole bunch of people that they just didn't they didn't understand how exactly gross a lot of it was. I think it's really important because like if you don't, if you've never experienced it yourself, you just otherwise wouldn't know. Or if you know, you don't know the extent of it. And people need to know to then understand, actually, yes, this is a problem because otherwise they wouldn't, they don't take it seriously enough. Sarah, you're researching this at the moment, aren't you? And I think what the most interesting part of one of the most interesting parts of what you're doing is that you're talking to just normal people as well. It's not like mm-hmm. anybody that's necessarily an athlete or an influencer or any anybody like yeah talk to us about it yeah no 100% it's actually really interesting to get the perspectives of a broad range of people with like different levels of following and different levels of engagement online because I think too often we assume this is very much exclusive to like celebrities or even people you know who have got a particular um, talent or a skill that they're showcasing online and actually one of the motivations that gets discussed is you know when we see women doing well we want to tear them down a lot of the abuse sort of focuses on that but actually it's a lot more complex than that and I think some of the outputs of my research I'll be sharing it in the next couple of weeks actually but we think about things at the interaction level whereas Jess what you've highlighted is that it's not about individual interactions. There's this entire, like this, this volume, there's longitudinal um, dimensions to this. There's the same people coming back over time. There's the, the evolution of abuse. And that's where things get really interesting because I think platforms probably need to think about it more at the arena level. So who are the players in this arena? How are they interacting with each other? How are they interacting with you? What roles are you assuming? And, you know, looking at the whole thing as this, this bigger picture rather than just oh well you can always delete that comment or you could always block that one person which in the situations you've described is not necessarily going to help yeah it's not necessarily going to help and the other thing to me that was surprising to me when I started the account it was meant to be kind of just fun it was just funny um, and it was just meant to be just silly and I think the more that I got into it and the more that I I literally involved myself in it every single day, it became these really interesting patterns, like you said, of the same type of people. It's not a sandwich joke, right? It's not a kitchen joke. It's what's behind a sandwich or a kitchen joke. It's a pervasive mentality of sexism Mm -hmm. and misogyny that actually is behind that. So when someone says, you know, make me a sandwich on one of these things, and they think that's a really hilarious joke that you just can't get enough of, it's not that comment. It's the actual cultural acceptance of harassing and abusing and making fun of women, especially online. So it's one of those things when people tell me you're being too sensitive, or you need to just ignore people. And it's like, this is this is something that snowballs and it's something that actually attributes and actually is, is, is part of a much bigger picture. And I think at the beginning of you look like a man, there's none of that was on my radar. That wasn't the point of any of it. It wasn't even necessarily meant to be a feminist account. It wasn't meant to be any of that type of stuff. And what's been fascinating for me is to really dive into these kind of worlds. I didn't know exist of people that really do hate women and they're not, your mom's basement troll guy with the Cheeto Mm -hmm. fingers. I know that's a funny thing that people like to think about. These are pastors. These are clergymen. These are business owners. These are adult men with families, with children, with daughters. And that to me has been the most uh, egregious kind of gross aspect of the whole thing is these aren't just nasty little trolls. They're actually people that are saying this stuff without being put in check um, over and over and over again. And for fairly no reason for basically just to be awful. Well, it's, I think some, some of them have like no reason just because that's just what, but I do, I do. And the more I look into like the culture of misogyny and like the, you know, the extreme sense, and we can talk about incel culture and that kind of stuff, but the more they really think that they are right. And they really think that we, they literally think that the world is a conspiracy theory against them and that women are actually in power and that we're controlling them. But it's just, and there's nothing that we could ever say that would 
that would correct that. And it's, yeah. No, they really do believe that they're right. And they really do believe that it is their God given destiny to tell you what they think you should look like. They actually quite literally do believe that whatever you look like right now is their business to the guy on the other side of the world that you'll never see and have no, they literally believe that women's purpose and women's actual um, um, existence is, is to make, is to be pretty and to make sure that you are as most attractive to the most amount of men possible. And they absolutely genuinely feel this way. (laughs) It's just like, yeah, I don't know how to fix that. I really don't. (laughs) I don't. And I think just, now might be a good time to take a step back and just introduce the concept of incel culture Um, because that's that's kind of what we're getting into here and it's not just about uh, men who hate women obviously the very famous book and the terminology that's used around this but it's there's an entire movement which is this community of people that refer to themselves as involuntary celibate, right? So that's incel. So, I mean, Jess, would you mind giving us an overview for anyone who's not heard about this community of like, what the fuck? Sure. If you haven't heard the term incel, that stands for involuntary celibate. The irony of that term actually was that it was started by a woman um, back in the late nineties. And it was a woman Mm. who did not hate women, or it was not about men who hate women. The term actually started from a woman who had just not been successful in relationships. She was an older woman i say older hilariously like 20s you know she didn't <laughs> date right she didn't date in her like teens and she said that she started this forum online and the term was coined out of that it was meant to be just a place where people who just had not had success could meet lonely folks um and it was not it didn't have any sort of negative horrible meaning to it so over the years um this that was before instagram and and uh, facebook and all this type of stuff it was just like an, one of those online forums so that's where the term actually came from um, but so much longer, I think that was in the late nineties, like 96 or 97, somewhere in there. Um, but over the, the last you know decade or so, or a little bit longer, um, the term has come to mean something a lot, lot worse than that. So incel is still in the, the current day men that, um, call themselves involuntary celibate. They, they try to say that they actually like women and they want to be in relationships with them, but they're just unsuccessful at it for a variety of reasons, usually women's fault. Um, but the, the, the culture of incel and the forums and the YouTube platforms and the, um, the growth of it is something that everyone should be paying attention to. Um, they are, um, can be violent. Um, there are people that this yeah. is not this is not just guys that are mad at women. These are people that are acting on this. And we've had several recent uh, murders that have been related to men that call themselves incel and write these giant manifestos on all the ways that women have um, wronged them. But that's the current um, the current use of the word incel is, is nothing like it started, which is kind of interesting. Mm-hmm. I think what's really scary about this whole thing is that still, even though there are deaths caused by incels, like murders, and they go out and generally kill people we're still there's not enough people that know what the term incel means or have ever come across it and i think everyone listening to this whether you've heard the term or not if you go and talk to somebody else about it i'm pretty sure unless you know that they're really big on their feminism or like you know they follow maybe one of us or something like that i'm pretty sure they won't know what you're talking about and i think it's an interesting social experiment because i've done this before with quite a few friends and they're like what are you talking about like Ha, ha, what? <laughs> How? How? Like, what corner of the internet are you in? I don't understand. That's basically, like, I think the whole concept is that they feel hard done by because they think that 80% of women go for 20% of men. So the reason that they're single is because women don't like them because they only chase after the top level of men, which is why comments like you'll have seen a comment like, oh, you know, if the guy was fit and he was catcalling you, you would never, you would never be, you know, disgusted by it. And that's the, Mm. that's the thought process. And I think what's been most, most, I don't want to say empowering because like, I feel hopeless at the same time. But what's most interesting to me learning about all this stuff is understanding the thought process. Because before I was like, what? the fuck like what the fuck are you saying why would you say that and now i'm like "Ah." (laughs) okay yeah and the the scarier part about the whole thing is this is not just a bunch of guys who just don't like girls you know there's a real tendency for people to minimize this type of stuff by saying these are just angry kids and everyone goes through a phase and this type Mm. of stuff 
which would be bad enough if these if these if these um, subsections weren't growing at an, alarm, an alarming rate. Um, Reddit actually shut down an incel community a few years ago that had forty one thousand members in it. These are not small. These are not small sections of the pop of the population any longer, and they're getting a lot more vocal about it. What the real tragedy for me, people often ask me, like with the account, is there stuff that still, you know, I read a lot of shit. So it's like, is there stuff that still bothers me to my actual core? Because there's only so many sandwich jokes you can read. You're just like, yeah, the stuff that still bothers me to my actual core are the kids. And I'm talking 13 yeah. to 16 boys that are being indoctrinated into incel yeah. culture via the Internet. And that is terrifying and that should scare anyone. And I run into these kids who have a very, um, a very specific distaste and almost hatred for women at the age of 15. I ran into a kid a week ago who was make a child. He's 15. That's a child. You know, he's making comments like you're a woman, so your opinion doesn't matter. And these are just things that he says, like just out when he actually identifies that way. And I'm trying to think of what's happened to you by the age of 15 online who has indoctrinated you into this and it's really easy to see which is why sandwich jokes matter which is why kitchen jokes matter it actually matters because your your average 14 year old on instagram is reading that and thinking that's hilarious and that that's a normal way to speak to women and so the kids that are being indoctrinated into this um i think are absolutely just tragic just an actual tragedy I also agree on the, we can't minimize this to it's just a phase because actually, I think if you read any of the research on this or any of the kind of like blogs of people who are looking into this, it's not a phase. It's actually more of a slope where you start at the top in this kind of maybe a slightly sticky gray area of like, you can't get a girlfriend. Maybe that's because you're literally 15, but you can't get a girlfriend. And therefore you're kind of like, hey, maybe I need to reevaluate like how I talk to women. And then that go- that becomes effectively through online mediums, that becomes radicalization. That becomes basically far right radicalization. And that basically steers these, these kids who are very impressionable into um, believing these things that are just incredibly damaging for society. And, you know, the, the question that we now have to face is, you know, we're the first generation of this happening, this particular type of online radicalization happening. So what will this look like in 10, 15 years time? You know, how is this going to impact the real world implications? How is this going to translate to a real world physical threat to women? And I will bet any money that we see that there is some sort of correlation with that. This is, this is, this is terrifying. And the other thing I want to say on this as well is I think there was an article that came out. I can't remember which, maybe I want to say wired. Um, but there was an article that came out that basically explored this concept of radicalization in teenage boys. And a lot of it is coming from the gaming community. And if you think about that, that makes a lot of sense because there is just no, I mean, the the gaming community is like the wild west. There is no way to police or moderate that community. So these, these kids and these older people are radicalizing each other. And I just have no idea where we're supposed to step in at that point. Yeah. And all that language is something that I tell people to really pay attention to. If you pay attention to the current words, the current slang Mm -hmm. that's really popular, there's a term out there called simp, um, S-I-M-P. Some some people may or may not be familiar with that term. Um, And so... that that that's a term that used to mean a guy that was like overly pandering to women or would you know do anything just so a girl would look at him that's kind of the idea of where that term kind of started um s-i-m-p actually stands for suckers idolizing mediocre pussy oh my god (laughs) yeah it actually has it's actually an acronym i didn't know that yeah suckers (laughs) idolizing mediocre pussy is actually the what it stands for and i think a lot of people probably don't know that but it started as as kind of a slam at like dudes that were over, over the top. Right. But it moved into literally anyone that does not either disrespect a woman or Mm -hmm. join in with beating her down is now called a step. So if you're not actively disrespecting a woman, be prepared to be, I get called that a lot because people don't know that I'm a woman. So they assume that I'm a man that's like pandering for attention from these women. And I'm like, I'm a married woman of 15 years. (laughs) That's not it. 
but that's like their instant reaction is to call me. So language is important. So the word wow. sim and these, these, these forums that these kids are hanging out in, it's just an everyday word that they literally use all the time. So when we pay attention to some of those things, it's not hard to see how we are creating an entire generation of young boys that literally hate women. And what does that do for them as adults? Like, like Sarah was saying, what does that do for them as adults? How do they function in a normal society where over half the population is women? How do you go to college with a woman professor? How do you have relationships with, with, with other women in the regular world at your job? You, you don't, you not very well at least. So they're not doing them any favors um, by setting them up kind of that, that the world is, is men versus women. And these communities absolutely um, um, express that. It's just awful. There's a, um, I think Vice actually has a really good article on this about how yeah. um, the, the incel community has um, is also related to racism and white nationalism mm-hmm. and Nazism. Yes, yeah, it's all, all right. And all yeah. of those things are actually connected. So when we talk about how when we see extreme misogyny and sexism, that that actually is a symptom and indicator of a yeah. quantifiably shitty person. And they're all they're always shitty in other ways. They're not just a sexist. They're usually homophobic. They're usually racist, blah, blah, blah. There are all the other things that are generally not tolerable. So it's not just misogyny. And that's another reason that if you didn't care about it before, you should care about it now. Mm-hmm. I mean, it affects everyone. Absolutely. And it's like, I think the... I actually think there needs to be a lot more research happening in this arena because of the reasons we've described, you know, there is no doubt this will be posing a real world threat, especially to women, but also to other marginalized groups, which is terrifying. Um, but the, I think if we explore the motivations for like Tara, what you were saying, it, it kind of makes a lot more sense when you think about what the motivations are. I think these people are looking for a sense of belonging. Mm-hmm. Um, and the problem is, the most aggressive communities that will give you that sense of belonging, the ones that get to you first, if you're an impressionable young person, or perhaps a lonely, in some ways, emotionally vulnerable person, are these are these extremist groups. And and when you're spending most of your time online and incels are, are most active online, then unfortunately, you kind of, it's kind of like an inevitability. So, um, I, yeah. So like, what do we do? Well, Hear me out, right? I put a post up about this, uh, which was incredibly unpopular, funnily enough, um, because mm. <laughs> I've thought about this in depth because it's all well and good talking about it and being completely outraged with what's happening. But it's another thing trying to figure out, okay, well, we are yeah, at a point agreed. where we could actually reverse this, right? But what the fuck do we do? And yeah. the best answer that I can come up with, and I'd love to see what you both think of this, is to create... Good communities for young men and boys to yeah. grow in a good way. So to, to encourage like men and women to start up these safe spaces for men to talk and, 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 oh no, nobody liked that. Apparently. No one liked that. Really. <laughs> no, but like seriously, what are the reasons? What are the specific reasons why people didn't like that? <laughs> I think, and I'm not, I, I don't, I'm not shitting on people who have been, I think, look, hating men, women hating men is a trauma response, right? And to be a woman who's come to my profile, who wants all the feminist shit, who's then getting slapped with, we should bring men up to have safe spaces to talk and we should be nicer to them in that kind of sense. They were probably like, you know what, fuck you. And maybe it was the way I delivered it. I don't know. But what do you guys think? What is the, what is the way? That's a fundamental misunderstanding of how the patriarchy works. That uh, I really struggle with this for both on behalf of both of you because I'm like people can only get angry at your content if they have had the space to educate themselves on the topic first. So I really, I really don't think that I think it's it's far too easy to be like eh, didn't like this, not for me. Like that is a fundamental misunderstanding of of how the patriarchy doesn't serve men as well as doesn't serve women in a lot of ways. Right? That I, I find that very. Um, I find that a shame, to be honest. Jess, what do you think? Yeah, we bring this up a lot when we talk about how, I mean, it's a wonderful idea, but it's not surprising to me that a lot of people try to kick back against it. Um, funnily enough, um, over, you know, as you can imagine, over the years of running the account now that I get accused of being a man hater. Um, and I, you know, it's one of those things where I don't, <laughs> I don't feel the need to defend the fact that I'm not a man hater or tell you about all of my wonderful relationships with my father, my brothers, my husband, my son, all the men at my gym, all the men I've known almost my entire life, etc. I don't need to quantify the fact that I'm not a man hater to say that, you know, if the men would stop 
doing these things, I would have nothing to post. So it's like, I am, I am simply a messenger. And I also feature women on my page as well. Women are absolutely not exempt from being awful. They certainly are. Um, in this particular arena, it's much, it's just much more lopsided. It's like 90% is men. It just is. And you don't, I mean, if you want to see it yourself, feel free to go online. Don't take my word for it. I can give you 9,000 places to look, but men um, have this really interesting thing where they like to um, take over all of women's issues and make it about them. And so I feel like if someone has a problem with the suggestion that you have had, it's probably an initial reaction in relation to that, where it's like, we suggest going to therapy, or I suggest talking to someone, or I suggest other men in the community who need to step up, kind of like what you're saying right now. The fact that I have, the fact that my page is like 80% women followers, because Instagram will tell you that more or less, Mm -hmm. it's like 80-20, is the fact that men don't care about these issues until they feel like it actually is affecting them or it affects, you know, people like to say things like, um, how would you feel if your wife or your daughter or whoever had these comments? And I get the sentiment behind that, but I really dislike saying that you have to have, you have to, you have to have a daughter to treat women as people. Like you don't have to have a daughter to treat women as people, or you don't have to be married Mm -hmm. and something doesn't have to happen to your spouse to see women as people. But I understand the idea behind that, but suggesting that men sort of kind of take the reins on this now and say, what are you actively doing to stamp this down? Mm-hmm. And by and far, not a whole fucking lot. I mean, not a yeah. lot. They, I have men that are supportive on my page and I actually do have lots of men um, that, that, that say nice things to me and that write me nice DMs and things. But outside of that, what are you doing? Are you yeah. stopping your brother that just made a really gross sexist joke? Are you actually saying, yeah. hey, are you actually doing those things? Are you even online or in your regular life? From what I can tell, the vast majority is no. So mm-hmm. some of that, yeah. if we really want to stop this, also you need men. You need yeah. men to speak 100%. to other men. Oh, yeah. We don't not need men. I've never, ever said that. But I feel like they by and far don't give a shit. So, I mean, yeah. let's talk about yeah. <laughs> so. Let's pause this here and I really want to resume it because I have loads to say, but I really want to get our quick fire round in quickly. Anything and everything goes in this round. So the idea is that we each have a question that we prepared and um, we ask the question, yes or no answers. We're going to ask all three questions first and then we'll discuss them. So no discussing in between. We're just going to do the questions first. Okay. Do you want to start, Saz? I can take it away. Um, have you ever felt a physical real world threat from an online interaction three two one no yes (laughs) yeah oh wow okay 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 we've got to got to move on got to move on okay tara Um, do you want to go next yes i can go next um okay do you think that if the world and if all the world leaders and everybody in power was um a woman that all of our problems would be solved. Three, two, one. No. <laughs> That's good. Anyway. That's a good one. <laughs> um, so I actually want to know if you think if someone has been super successful in sports, if that is 100% related to hard work or is luck an actual thing? So my question is actually, does luck actually exist? Yes or no? Three, two, one. Yes. Yes. Oh, goodness. Oh, that was a good one. That was such a good one. (laughs) Oh, God, these questions, man. These are actually really good. Um, Okay, just circling back to the first one then. So the physical threat. I love this. I love this because we've got the two different opinions. And Jess, I want to start with you, actually, because you've obviously felt a real world threat. So just talk us through that experience and what happened. Yeah, I had, um, I used to work in a corporate office. And so my name was attached to an employer. Um, So if you search my name, my employer would come up. Um, And so I got into an online interaction with someone, as you might imagine. Um, And somehow or another, he found my work email. He found my my cell phone, which probably was listed some random odd place. Um, And then he started texting me that he was going to show up to my office. And he told me where my office was and where it was located and told me that I needed to watch myself and that sort of thing. Um, He did not do any of that. Um, I have a brother in enforcement and I had contacted him about this, um, basically what I should do. And if people don't know this, at least in the United States, unless somebody 
more or less actually does something to you, they don't really care. Um, and so this veiled threat that he was going to come to my office and find me and show me what he could really do um, was kind of looming over my head until he just went away. Of course, I blocked his phone number and everything else, but yeah. it was definitely real enough at the time. I've had lots of other people fuck with me, though. Like, I don't feel unsafe, but I've had lots of other people um, try to fuck with the account and try to get my password and try to hack mm-hmm. me. I've had people try to hack my bank accounts. Uh-huh. Um, I've had all this type of stuff. Yeah, from you look like a man. So I've had people hack my bank accounts. I've had people try to reset my fucking passwords on LinkedIn, just all kinds of dumb shit. Like it's just a mess with me. Um, You can do that on Instagram pretty easily. So the latest thing as well, I don't know if you'd heard of this because this is like quite a US term at the moment. So I only heard about it here in my research, but doxing, maybe, maybe I'm super late to that. So doxing is kind of misunderstood not to go off topic real fast, but doxing is sort of doxing is like, if I'm mad at you, I post your private uh, address yeah. and your phone number. And I, and I say the words, go fuck with this bitch, right? Like go, go teach her Ugh. a lesson. And I post oh. all your stuff. People have accused me of doxing before because they don't understand that I never post private stuff. I post yeah. anything that you can find online and I never tell anyone to do anything. I just want you to know that there's a big giant sexist that works at the ABC company, right? <laughs> that is it. It's a public comment. It's a public post. It's a public whatever. And all I've done to you is shown someone's public comments. So I've been accused of what's called doxing, but that is not, doxing is not exactly yeah. um, what I do at all. Um, but I also don't, I, I would never ever, you know, um, encourage physical violence of any, literally any kind whatsoever, period, ever, for any reason. And if anyone ever did that from You Look Like a Man, I would absolutely shut the fucking thing down in a heartbeat. We don't, we weren't doing any of that stuff. So yeah, um, never any of that. But certainly I've had people that have tried to mess with me uh, significantly. So. Um, I'm just going to... Just let me say quickly that I do generally feel really lucky that I don't, I've never had like an actual physical threat. And like, um, I've been thinking about taking like, the problem is I could take my email address off the internet. I could take all that, but I like, that's my work. Like I'm literally a freelance. And it also wouldn't matter. That's what, I mean, you can certainly remove some of the easier things I do. I do a thing when I upload stories where it's me talking to people, I actually take my own name off and not that I don't want to be recognized, but that it, I just don't, I don't make it easy. Like if you, if you go onto you like a man's website, like my name's on there, it's not hard, not hard to find, yeah. but I also don't make it ridiculously easy for people yeah. at the same time. Like you have to actually put effort into figuring it out. Um, which it's easy yeah. to do, but I mean, I don't have any problem taking uh, responsibility for all of my words. I just don't, um, I just don't make it overly easy for people to dick with me when they want to. <laughs> yeah. so. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, my question was if women around the world, would our problems all disappear? And we all said, no, no, <laughs> <laughs> which, which is, is great. I think a lot of people's gut reaction or a lot of women's gut reaction would be like, yeah. Going back to the thing where I get accused of being like a man hater. It's like, you would, you would assume my answer would be yes. Right. Take all the men out, put all the women in, all of our problems are solved. Um, I mean, no, <laughs> I actually wrote a blog post a little while ago that had um, 11 things that I've learned from running a feminist account. And one of those um, very brief section was basically on internalized misogyny mm-hmm. and women that have their own you know, problems with internalized misogyny, which is basically, um, you know, fronting for the patriarchy for some fucking reason we don't know. Um, but there are a lot of um, women that have had experiences that have made them um, contribute to these problems as well. And so that's a whole subsection when I include women on the page. Um, they all follow a very distinct pattern of uh, wanting um, approval um, from men and and kind of going to all lengths, um, including um, hating on their fellow women to win kind of the approval of men. It's not all of them and it's yeah. not always their issue, but I see so much of that, that my answer to that question can um, categorically be no, and I'm okay with that. And I think, I think also the one thing they all have in common is that they're very happy living by the rules that the men set out for them. So they're happy having the kids. They're happy cleaning the house. They're happy, you know, that's, that's just the way. And they can't for some reason understand why other people might not want that. And that's the disconnect for me. I'm like, you know what? You do you. Cool. Like have your fucking babies. I don't care. Right. But let us. Let us have do what we want as well. And that really fucks me off. Right? Me too. And that's why I try to feature a variety of bodies on my page, a variety of backgrounds, a variety of everything. Because it's been like, if you want to be stay at home mom with the three kids, the husband's the breadwinner, and you're, you know, I'm using the bunny ears submissive. If that's what gets you going, I actually, I'm, I'm fine with yeah. that. 
that doesn't impact me. That doesn't impact my existence. If you chose that and you like that, absolutely. I support you being whatever. What I don't support is then going on Twitter and calling everyone else degenerate whores and saying they need to be at home, you know, pleasing their man or they're not real women. That's the problem. Just like men that have preferences about women's bodies, you're absolutely allowed to have a preference. What you're not not do is go on someone's page and now scream at them mm-hmm. for not meeting your personal preference. It's all about that. So I think it's it's easy to support people to do whatever the fuck they want. Mm-hmm. And that's basically the whole point of the entire thing was it's not about preference or your own personal opinions or any of that stuff. It's about letting people do what makes them happy and not trying to shove your lifestyle down anyone else's throat. Yeah. Nobody asked. Nobody cares. <laughs> Gonna change their mind anyways. I, yeah, I literally couldn't agree more. That was perfect. <laughs> I also to to this discussion, um, like want to just point out that that's not this shouldn't be men versus women. And like even when it's, you know, women win, like what is this that we've created? There is not the whole point of diversity is that we bring different things to the table and we need to have a mix of people doing things to get the best result because no one person can have all of the experiences. They just can't. You're not going to ever have the same experiences as a black man, for example. It's just not going to happen. So we need all of this diversity and power to make the world work as best as it possibly can. And we learn very, very quickly that you will not please everyone. So I don't understand why we're trying. It's like I put up a recent post that was hilarious. That was like a transformation picture. And the girl more or less was asking what people preferred. And it was one guy saying the left picture was disgusting followed directly by another picture by another guy saying the right picture was disgusting so they had the same images and there's all these guys both saying both of them are gross so it's kind of like the women that defend this behavior um, drive me nuts because it's like these dudes would not stick up for you they do not give one flying fuck about you they just don't so you can try to win their approval and all the rest of it but understanding that people will always have something to say about you can look like i when I post pictures of celebrities, those are my favorite ones with people attacking celebrities. You know, Salma Hayek of all people was a whole big like thread on like how her face is too rectangular. It's hilarious. I mean, it's just like, so if we're going to say, you know, that, you know, we wouldn't bang Salma Hayek because her face is too rectangular. That just tells you the level of ridiculous though. But no, I don't think adding, um, taking them all out. I think we, I think we should be working together. I think everyone should be working together, um, which may surprise me and my man hating accounts. Like, nope. Those aren't my thoughts at all, actually. (laughs) This is literally the difference, though. When people claim that people like you and me hate men, we actually want to work together. We want partnership or we want growth together. Whereas when we say that they hate women, they actually do hate women. (laughs) I guess just... Yeah, they actually absolutely do. And I think people don't understand. You'd have to really um, dive into the sludge to really understand that this is an actual hatred. This is an actual... They see a woman online and that their blood pressure rises. Their literal blood pressure rises from having to view a woman's picture and that is when we say that you need therapy you, you really yeah. do and that's not a yeah. that's not a slight everyone could be therapy. especially a woman thriving oh yeah they fucking hate that <laughs> especially women in sport are, are just yeah. for that. anyway your your question now that we've come to sport perfectly um does luck exist does luck exist is luck a thing and if it is a thing like what is it what is it I think a lot of it is timing. I think that is a big part of it. Um, and I think actually luck generally, like in sport, but also like in general, everything, like timing is a massive thing. And yeah, luck definitely exists. Right place, right time. Like obviously, if you're going to get to a professional level in something, you do have to have a certain level of skill. But it just also, also like, Actually, this is, you know what, I have an actual real world example and I don't think she'd mind me saying this. Um, so my mom was a professional athlete when she was a kid. Uh, she went to the 1984 LA Olympics playing tennis for Team GB and um, she was she was good. Like she went to the Olympics, but she didn't win anything. She didn't really get very much further than that. But um, she had a fucking rough time. Like there was absolutely no protection for kids at that point. Like she was just really like, not treated very well. Her mental health wasn't looked after at all. There were people being really mean to her everywhere, like her physical health as well. No one knew anything about the body of a 16-year-old kid playing tennis every day. Like, they just didn't know. And I do think that, like, you you have to get lucky with everything, (laughs) in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah, I'd call luck is probably, I mean, I think... 
is it related to basically coincidence? Is coincidence a real thing? Absolutely. I mean, we know that it is. Um, so there are also things that are coincidental that they happen that way. I think the only time that I dislike using the word luck is when they apply it to these elite athletes that are, you know, doing these incredible things. And they're like, well, it's, you sure are lucky that X and X happened. And I'm like, they don't understand, especially some of these people, the amount it's cliche, but we say it all the time, the amount of blood, sweat, and tears that these people go through. Just from my own training, it's like what you don't see are all the fails. You don't see all the misses. You don't see training when you're sick. You don't see going whether you like it or not, or driving 45 minutes to a different gym because you need to use something, blah, blah, blah. So they don't see all of that stuff where it's easy for them to say that, you know, you're just genetically blessed or you're lucky or any, or, you know, it goes along with the steroids thing of always accusing literally any woman that's successful at anything in sports of being on drugs. It's just sort of common. Um, but I think it exists more in the way of, of coincidence and timing is probably how I would put it as well. So I like that response. When it's, but when it's used like that, that's a reflection of that person's insecurity because they can't do what that person can do. And instead of saying, well done, you've worked fucking hard and you're amazing. They'll say, oh no, it's X, Y, Z to make themselves feel better. Like that has nothing to fucking do about it. You don't need to do that. Yeah. It's amazing. I literally in my life, have I ever never gone on someone's random success post of any kind and been like, oh, you suck. You're in steroids. You're fat. Like I don't, I literally can't even imagine doing that. So I often get people that are like, you know, this happens all over the internet and you want our opinion. And it's like, literally, no, literally, no, and no, not everyone does that. And that's one of the other reasons all of it should be called out is it's not normal and we're not going to normalize it. Right. I had a joke saying that was let's let's normalize not normalizing everything. And I will not normalize this kind of abusive behavior online. I don't care that it's common or that it happens all the time, but I'm not going to normalize that type of stuff. I'm just, it's just we're not going to accept it. So. I mean, I don't think everything should be <laughs> just passed off as, well, it's just how it is. So that type of stuff absolutely is a reflection of the person that's doing, that's yeah. doing the talking. I really, I hate those comments. I hate the ones of like, you've, you've put this up so I can comment whatever I like because freedom of speech. That it's pet peeve number one for me. I don't, it's not even have to, pet peeve number one is the freedom of speech. I can say whatever I want because you exist on the internet. It's just, it, there's something about the internet that just does that to people where if I was walking down the street, do you feel the same way that because I exist on the street for you to walk over and say, that's an ugly purse. And it's like, why would you do that? That's the exact same thing. But for some reason, when we do it online, we decide that these aren't real people. These aren't people that read this stuff, that it matters. Um, you can just block them, all this other garbage. So that is literally yeah. like account peep number one is that defense. I just don't, I don't buy it. Yeah. I think ugh, it runs deeper for me. It, it really shows that there are no consequences for this on the internet and that it doesn't matter how rude they are really. Um, like nothing's going to happen to them. And for the most part, they've got fake names. They have like fake accounts and whatever. And they know that they're just like, they just know that they'll be protected and that nothing's ever going to happen to them. And that fucks me off more than anything. And I fucking fuck. I had this, sorry, God, I'm swearing a lot. <laughs> it's the wine. I blame the wine. Um, but I had this conversation with someone. So I was at my, God, I was at my boyfriend's sister's place. And I had this conversation with one of her mates who works at Facebook and he wanted something from me. And I was like, great, well, get me, uh, get, get me in touch with the person that runs like the, all of the like banning of bad shit that happens on Facebook, right? I want a meeting, just a meeting, just a meeting. And he was like, why? So we started talking about it. And he was like, Tara, you just don't understand like how much stuff gets blocked. It's, you're only seeing the tiny little bits of stuff. And at the time I bought it, I bought it. I was like, wow, you know what? Maybe they are doing something. And now if he were listening to this, if I ever fucking see that guy again, I'm going <laughs> to... It's, they do not give a shit. They do not give a shit. No, they don't give a shit. And it's basically, and it, the whole thing is, is, is enabled by people that another thing that bothers me often is like, I'll be on someone's page, basically defending them from whatever garbage is happening. And people will take the time to make fun of the people that are defending the people. So not only are you not supporting basically the person that's being attacked, they will literally be like, it's the internet, this is stupid and you need to get over it and you're never going to change it and that sort of thing. They actually literally take the time to um, harass the people that are defending the other people. It's like, how far has society gone exactly? Because it's pretty far down. I mean, some of this stuff is just really, really low. And then, you know, I find out that I'm talking to a fucking 12-year-old or some shit who is the most hateful and I'm just like, 
wow, like, wow. So we have um, here, at least we have all these like anti-bully campaigns in the schools and that are great things that are programs and stuff like that. But the disconnect between, I see parents supporting like these anti-bully campaigns and this type of stuff. And then they have kids that run on the internet and are the biggest shitheads I've ever seen and legit bully the hell out of people online. But then the parents are sometimes worse are doing that exact thing. So I point out a lot that there are uh, fathers and mothers and parents that are online that are acting, that are literally bullying complete strangers for having the audacity to squat in, you know, their garage in California or whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, But it's just, it's just like, how can your kids ever be any better when the parents are literally doing the same thing to strangers, but they're calling it freedom of speech is what they're calling it. It's not bullying. It's freedom of speech. And I'm allowed to give my opinion. It's like you are, but at the same time, you're also allowed for other people to come back and be like, no one cares. I don't know why you're screaming out your sexual preferences to a stranger. You, you will never come into contact with. I just, I don't know. I don't know. It's baffling to me. It's baffling to me too. I have a closing question for you, Jessica. Um, my question is for anyone listening, that's any, that's had any form of, or actually, you know what, for even the people listening who get involved in conversations underneath posts of maybe, you know, myself or you, because people get involved in these discussions, even though they're not necessarily about them, right? What would be your biggest piece of advice to somebody that is engaging in conversations with these, these misogynists and incels? Yeah, that's another part of it because there's no wrong or right way to, to actually do this. There, there's only you and there's only your account and there's only how you want to run your account. So some women like to just block everyone, which is totally fine. If you have someone that's harassing you on these things and you just don't want to fucking deal with it and you don't want to read it, block them, absolutely block them. So people, for whatever reason, assume that I tell people not to block these guys and to, you know, put them in their place or whatever. And that is not right for everyone. Um, that is not mentally healthy for a lot of people, depending on your support system and kind of, you know, different things in your life. So um, if you do engage with a lot of these people, um, I suggest knowing when to pull out, mm-hmm. knowing when to pull back. Mm-hmm. Um, you can, if you are sitting there, you know, in your at, in your couch at home with your kids and your blood pressure is elevated and your heart rate is going and you're that upset um, that's happened to me. I don't have any problem admitting that, but people get me that pissed Same. about stuff. Yeah. I have to literally myself, um, block or pre-block or, you know, learn how to learn, learning when to disengage from some of this stuff is also, um, I think a big giant part of it. Um, there are some people that absolutely love it and will go straight into the flames and, you know, God love them. That's good for you. And I do a lot of that too, but I also know when for me, I need to be removed from some of these conversations that I mean, for me, there's just too, <laughs> there's too many assholes to yeah. really get involved with one person, yeah. but um, it's also, it's not a failure to not want to engage, but people that can, I think it's important to speak out if you can, and you're comfortable with that. Um, you don't necessarily have to do it on your own page. I mean, I actually even started a Facebook account of a, a pseudonym for myself because when I engage with people and then I want to go on my own personal account with my family and my dogs, I don't want to see notifications yeah. of all the shit. So I started a separate account on Facebook where I do you look like a man stuff. So I can actually have a, you know, a degree of separation from that. So some people do that. Some people take hate comments on their Instagram and they pin them because they want everyone to see the shit and they actually use it for engagement. And I think that's hilarious. Like yeah. Stephen Cohen does Same. that, Kristen Nunn does that. Love hilarious. It. Yeah. So that type of stuff is funny to me. And if that's how you're choosing to deal with it too, that's not wrong either. That's just a different way of handling it. But I think really being able to disconnect, um, and see, you know, that, that you actually, you don't, you don't have to, you don't have to read this stuff and you don't have to, if you don't want to, but it's also important for people if they can engage with it. I do think it's important to show that there is pushback that if you leave a sandwich joke on a fucking video about a woman referee, that there will be someone that says it's not funny. Yeah. Um, and you'll be surprised how angry they get. If you say things like, that's not funny. <laughs> Tell a man that this joke is not funny and wait for the fireworks yeah. because they will come. So if yeah, you can yeah. do that, I think it's important to do it, but not to yeah. feel indebted to actually having to do that. I totally agree. I think having a thick skin with this kind of stuff is not 
easy and it's not something that everyone can do. And yeah, I love what you said. Don't feel like a failure if you can't or if you're not ready for that because it's fucking hard. Like it's not. Thick skin too, really fast. I think thick skin is really, um, um, I, I understand what it's supposed to mean. Oh. I don't think you're supposed to have thick skin when people are being awful to you. Mm. I don't, I think we're not a robot, right? We're, we're actual people. So I think that's another thing that men created yeah. to, to have horrible sexist jokes and whatever. And for you to just feel like you're too sensitive. Yeah, so like right. if someone comes into my page and says a bunch of awful stuff, I mean, should I be like, Oh, that doesn't hurt me. And it's like, well, yeah. it's supposed to, I mean, yeah. you're so I, right. Uh, yeah. You're right. so right. It's, it's an emotion thing, right? It's, so it's not also like, well, because I just get told that a lot, right? If you're going to be on the internet, you need to have thicker skin. It's like you, you, you don't actually. I should not have to have thick skin for abuse to share yeah. a squad yeah. video on my own page. I absolutely, absolutely not. should not. That's absolutely ridiculous. Not. You should stop being abusive. Yeah. <laughs> no, you're you're so you're so right. You're so right. But like you said, also if it's gonna make your blood pressure go up, like don't engage with it. Like just don't. It's not worth it. It's not worth it. I think, yeah, the, the, what I want to add to this, in my opinion, is if you're going to respond to comments, ask yourself what you're trying to achieve first, because I think it can get, it, it can be really easy to just get caught up and just like being angry for the sake of being angry. And they thrive on that shit. They love it. Right. So it's, it's not necessarily achieving anything. And I find that I get the most out of conversations when I just keep asking questions. And if I'm like, if someone says something mean and I'm like, why, why do you think that? They'll be like, rah, 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 rah. and I'm like, why? And then they'll be like, rah, 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 rah. and then every, they just, they just slow down after a while because I think they just get, they just trip up and they don't really know what they're saying anymore. And it's actually just great. <laughs> the calmer that you are, like yeah, it's, it's hard to do. I'm not going to yeah. act like an expert on that, but yeah. the calmer that you are, the yeah. ones that for whatever reason, I just, you know, summoned the strength to be super calm that the more like effective that is, I know that's really, really hard, but um, understanding kind of what you hope to get out of this kind of you know engagement. I have stopped engaging mostly with the trolls, the ones that are very obvious troll accounts. I just can't. Um, they're, they're just so inflammatory, but I yeah. do engage with people that are real accounts that are, you know, some dad in Poughkeepsie who's leaving sexist shit all over the place. Mm-hmm. I'll probably engage with that one, but I've started engaging with the, 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 the private anonymous accounts less and less. They're just not mm-hmm. worth it. They always end up DMing me heat anyways so I just pre-block them and just go on there's just, just thousands of those there's thousands and thousands of them it's not worth it it's not worth your time and your energy no and it can be a time suck yeah. I mean occasionally I do stuff like that just because it's entertainment yeah it ends up being a time suck it's not worth anyone's yeah. anyone's effort at all much less mine so <sighs> absolutely this has been marvelous thank you so much I feel like I could just talk to you forever everyone listening if you do not follow at you dot look dot like dot a dot man right all the dots got it good okay cool if you if you don't do that you are like it should be a criminal offense please so just go and do it now and um yeah thank you so much jessica and thanks for having me on i appreciate it great that's goodbye from us all right <laughs> thank Bye. you